I, I set out this week to write a sermon about outreach. We talk a lot about outreach in our Messianic Jewish community, connecting to the wider Jewish community, connecting to the wider body of Messiah, witnessing our faith, giving testimonies, and sharing our story and the story of the gospel. But as I was praying on how to speak about this topic, about outreach, my sense was that there was another way to think about this issue, another direction to approach it. And I arrived at the following question. What is the center of the gospel? And by gospel, I mean not just the salvation message in Yeshua, but the whole of God's story with us. What is the central idea of God's relationship with us, if you could sum it up? What is the main teaching of the Torah and the Brit Chadashah? Where should our primary focus be? My sense is that if this, if this issue is organized in our minds, then the outreach, the extension of God's salvation and love and purposes, these things will naturally flow out. And I believe that the central idea in the gospel is love. Loving Hashem and loving others. Of course, many of us are familiar with these greatest two commandments as explained by Rabbi Yeshua. But let's take a closer look at this. There's an exchange between Yeshua and a, an expert in the law, a Pharisee, and it's found in Matthew 22, verses 36 through 40. Let's check it out. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Yeshua replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Notice the last line. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. All the law and the prophets, the whole of the Torah, hangs on, it depends on, these two commandments, to love God and to love others. In other words, all of the commandments of the Torah and of Yeshua point back to these two. These two commandments are the theological center, the main focus, the underlying intention of all of God's commandments. So all the commandments that we read about last week and last week's Parsha, you know, what to do if you accidentally kill your neighbor's donkey, right? What is that about? It's about loving your neighbor. And all the commandments this week about the precise instructions for building the tabernacle, the context for this is loving God. Because we love others, we repay them if we purposely injure their livestock, because we love Hashem, we follow his commandments about the building of the tabernacle. These two commandments should be the center of our meditation and daily purposes. Whatever we say and whatever we do, we should be thinking, does this show love for God and love for others? Now, there is a deeper sense of organization to these two central commandments of love. This is illuminated in the text of 1 John 4, 7, and 19 through 21. So let's read that. Let's read it together. 
Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. So these verses explain a kind of order, right? That we should love others out of a deep sense that God has first loved us. Our love for others should be an overflow from our loving relationship with Hashem. So, you know, when I'm thinking about what some coworker did to me, right? And how dare they? It's so unfair. How could they treat me that way? I just can't. Wait a second, right? And then I stop and I remember how God loves and forgave me for all the bad things that I've done against him. And suddenly my offense against my coworker doesn't seem so horrible. So the order is, according to the scripture, first, God loves you. And second, you love God. And third, you love others out of the love relationship you have with the Father. That's the order according to the scripture. But what does love for others look like? How should God's love for us manifest into love for our neighbor? Love shows itself through action, such as service, encouragement, self-sacrifice, forgiveness, and wisdom. Some members of our congregation are gifted with a servant's heart. You always see them serving others, and it gives them great joy. Some members of our congregation are great encouragers, and when you're around them, they speak life into you, reminding you of Hashem's faithfulness. Others give of themselves, their very being, preferring others over themselves. They're always thinking, what does this other person need? How can I help so-and-so instead of what they themselves might want or need? Still others are full of long-suffering and forgiveness. They are agents of grace who can see the best and believe the best in people. Still others have godly wisdom and can share with others a fresh perspective that can clarify difficult situations. They love others through wisdom which comes from God. And all of these qualities are just a few examples of love in action. If I were to measure these qualities in our congregation, I would say that we are blessed beyond measure with this kind of love. If you look around you, I'm sure you would agree with me. Amen? These individuals are rooted in the Father's love. They're operating in their identity and their calling and their gifting, and they're partnering with Hashem on the earth. Lovers of God are lovers of others. They are evidence and confirmation of God's love for others. They are God's love with skin on. So this should be our primary goal, to be lovers of God and lovers of others. But on which others should we focus our love? Whom should we love? Once again, we should take direction from God's heart. May the Father of love 
give us his heart for those whom he loves. Of course, we are to love everyone. But specifically mentioned in Scripture, there are several groups that the Father loves. Specifically, the Father loves the children of Israel. Jeremiah 31, verses 3 through 4, states it like this. The Lord appeared to us in the past, saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness, and I will build you up again, and you, virgin Israel, will be rebuilt. As the Father has Ahavat Yisrael, a love for Israel, a love for the Jewish people, we too should love the children of Israel. And of course, Hashem's love is not exclusive to Israel. The Father also has a deep love and concern for all nations. In Romans 9, verses 23 through 25, this is what we find. What if he did this to make the riches of his glory known to the objects of his mercy, whom he prepared in advance for glory? Even us, whom he also called, not only from the Jews, but also from the Gentiles, or from the nations. As he says in Hosea, I will call them my people who are not my people, and I will call her my loved one who is not my loved one. So our love relationship with Hashem should reflect his love for all the nations that he has made, that they will draw near to him, right? As laid out in the scriptures, God also has specific love for children, for orphans, for widows, for those who are hurting. It says God is close to the brokenhearted, the poor and the marginalized. We are especially to show love to these. Moreover, we are to love other disciples of Yeshua, as it says in Galatians 6.10. It says, Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Doing good is love in action. We are also specifically to love our enemies, those who hurt us and persecute us, those who drive us crazy, those grace growers, those who taunt us and mistreat us and hate us, those who curse us, those who talk about us behind our backs and defame our name, those who are vindictive toward us and conniving, those who put us down, those who don't apologize when they wrong us, those who make us feel small, those who wield unjust authority over us and lord over us, those who disappoint us, those whom we just don't want to be around, these are the ones, these are the ones we are called to love, to pray for, to forgive, and to bless. But what does all this love talk have to do with outreach? In my understanding of Scripture, it has everything to do with outreach because it is the center of outreach, just as love is the center of Torah. When I was in college, before I became a disciple of Yeshua, um, I ran into many of his disciples, many Christians, and they spoke into my heart, and they knew what I needed. They loved me. They prayed for me. This was the Father drawing me to himself through people, people that were connected to him, that were loving him, that were listening to him, and loving me through that love. 
They spoke words of knowledge. They spoke life. They spoke light into my heart that could only have come from Hashem. They had words of knowledge that overflowed from a quality relationship with the Father through Yeshua the Messiah. They were little Yeshuas in my life so that I could see the love of Yeshua. I believe that this should be the center of our outreach, loving God and loving others. As it is written in John 13, verses 34 through 35, and this is Yeshua speaking, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. And by this, everyone will know that you're my Talmudim, that you're my disciples, if you love one another. In other words, if we want the gospel to spread, if we want people to come to a knowledge of God, if we want others to have a knowledge of Yeshua's salvation and Messiahship and redemption, if we want to see the kingdom of God's healing and restoration and renewal on the earth, then we should refocus our efforts on loving one another. And before that, developing a loving relationship with Hashem first so that we can love others through Him. That, my friends, is the whole ballgame, the center of the Torah, the heart of the good news of Yeshua. What is the center of outreach? The center of outreach is love. So, knowing all of this, perhaps we should go back to the beginning, God's love for us. Perhaps we need to pray that God show us his heart for us, the fullness of his forgiveness of our sins. Is there anyone among us who really knows the fullness of the Father's love? How can anyone as of now be rooted completely in the Father's compassion and generosity? There's always more to it, isn't there? It's a never-ending wellspring of life. Do we spend a lot of energy feeling bad for things we've already repented for? Today, even right now, let's accept Hashem's forgiveness for our past mistakes. Has our well run dry from neglecting quality time with the Father? Today, even right now, let's set our minds to spend some downtime with God, meditating on his kindness toward us. Do we think of ourselves more highly than we should, or do we put ourselves down with self-punishment. Today, even right now, let's accept Hashem's view of us. Let's allow our sense of identity to be established in knowing that we are his children. We are his precious possessions. Hashem, he formed you in your mother's womb. He drew you to himself with cords of love. He sings over you while you sleep. And he loves you without condition. No matter how many mistakes you make, no matter how often you fail, no matter how well that you have loved him. I believe we can all stand to grow in understanding the Father's love for us. Today, even right now, let us endeavor to know his compassion. This is what will empower us to love him back and to spread his love and his salvation to outreach throughout the earth. Amen? All right.